stop, not go. Ah, force of habit. Ah, go. I always said stop. Always stop. Never go. Only, th- wait, shit, how does that go? Only fetch, no throw? Only throw, no take. Something like that? That sounds right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know anything anymore. Right? It's all it's weird little <laughs> fucking mutated crabbits and willy wonks and stupid bullshit made up fuckery and goddamn <sighs> narration to awful translation. And what the fuck is that? All of it. What is all of it? Madness. Pure madness. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason. This time, we slogged through Biomutant. Biomutant. That's right. Occasionally, we do new games released May 25th, 2021. This fucking year. Oh, boy. Developed by Experiment 101. Published by THQ Nordic. Released on all the things. Yep, all of them. Yep, all the things. You can get this wherever you want. It's weird it doesn't say Switch, but I know it's available because that's what I was going to play it on. But it doesn't, at least at the time when I was playing it, it didn't have a physical release. I want to buy digital Switch games. Because you can't return them? Yeah, because I can't fucking return them when I'm done. But also, like, I would like to have a game library for the kids. Physical media is dead. Something, something, rabble, rabble. Rabble, rabble, bitch, bitch. I don't know. Something, something, party, party? I forget how the song goes. No, anyway, um, it's what? The, written down, according to wherever I pulled this from on the internet, uh, action role-playing game, non-linear gameplay. Uh, it has action parts, it has RPG elements, and it is an open world. So it's more the open world RPG that you're used to. But what about unquote, used to. puzzles and platforming? That's part of that open world RPG stuff. Oh, yeah, right. If you're thinking some of the newer, the like newer Assassin's Creed games, was it Odyssey and what's the new one? Vikings. Yeah. Assassin's Creed, Viking fun times. Yeah. yeah. Those are both the same genre. Uh, what is the Magic Link adventure that people like? Oh, Breath of the Wild. That one. Those are the games that you would conceivably compare this to. In a third person, open world, action adventure sort of way. Sure. Yeah. You should not compare this game to those games. No, this no way, shape, or form compares to the rest of it. I don't even like Assassin's Creed or fucking Legend of Zelda. I, which is funny. I say that having not played any of those games, but I assume by knowing that they exist, they are better than this. I take it back. Like, I've had some fun in Assassin's Creed. I tried Breath of the Wild. I could not get into it. Don't know. Never played it. Uh, so, Biomutant is a story. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hold up. Hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting into it. Gotta yeah, have feel, fun with this one. Huh? Feel the motion, feel the rhyme. Something, something. Biomutant time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Got him. Uh, you play as an unnamed character, and for the life of me, this starts the bad decisions that I don't understand. We're gonna, we're gonna roll past that for right now, as Jake tries to not cause too much background noise. Yeah, my bad. Uh, you play as an unnamed, uh, mutant, uh, radiation induced. I, I, I called you, uh, I believe when I did my stream, I called you a radiation weasel. You're some like weasel raccoon rat thing. Yeah. And you, 
the beginning of the game, you're you you are entering an area from the wilderness because you're in exile <laughs> and stuff's crazy. I guess. <laughs> I have something I was gonna say. I don't want to say it. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Take your favorite anthropomorphic animal. Oh, no. Or, We're going to yeah, stop take that. an animal, no, anthropomorphize no, no. it, and then beat it with its stick so it looks like it's got Down syndrome. <laughs> That's your character. It is uh, bad, but it you, you come in from the wilderness... And you, uh, this whole tutorial section, like that's, you learn to fight by running from some uh, predator, some meat eater or whatever, carnivore. Ooh, spooky. And uh, you run into old friend, new friend, blue friend, two friend. Uh, That is how it goes, yeah? Yeah. His name's Out of Date, which begins the really stupid naming scheme of this game. Uh because then you get a flashback and his name above his head is best before get it he's named like a holy shit was it yes because i was just calling him what rockabilly otter which is better than the names they came up with considering he looks like an otter if you put a pompadour and a greaser jacket on him yeah and he goes he does go (laughs) because no one speaks in this game another terrible decision anyway we're gonna skip right past that for now uh he explains to you that there's the tree of life uh if you feed it radiation potato people it grows (laughs) don't ask that's never touched ever again huh huh yeah fucking not so you do that and it grows and he's like yeah you're probably gonna save this tree one day then you come back to the president and he's like yeah see i was right anyway you need to save that tree because the world eaters are trying to destroy it and you're like i guess you're like a lot of things but the dialogue options don't let you take that yeah So you climb out of this stinking hole, and then you see a small village. And by small village, I mean it's like three houses get torn asunder by one of these world eaters. It's like a chimera, not chimera, uh, although chimera works as well. Uh, I was going to say Cerberus. It's three-headed. Yeah. Um, It's a big, fluffy, derpy-looking thing with three heads. Yeah. And uh, it destroys the village. It's one of the world eaters. And you're like, oh, no. And you run up to a person, and they're like, bleh. Oh, before all of this, you pick light side or dark side. There's two endings. We'll explain when we get to there. Because it literally only changes, like, the ending. And even then, it doesn't. Oh, that's another thing I meant to check into and didn't do. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we'll get there when we get there. Um. Uh, so you... Uh, this person's like, well, thanks, I guess. And you can either be like, yeah, I'm here to help. At which point, you get this hilarious cutscene of you, like, bowing at each other. And that's it. Because that's helping. Yeah. Or you can pick... I'll leave you to your own destiny, at which point you uppercut them and they vanish. So, like... Their destiny is to be sent to the fucking shadow realm. Right? (laughs) Vanish a motherfucker. (laughs) And if you think that that sounds, like, cool, it's not. It's It's so derpy looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, And then you see Out of Date uh, roll up in his wheelchair. Wait. So, like, because you had to climb a rope. You climbed to get out a rope hole. to get out of this hole. So, how the fuck did he get that wheelchair up? They out never of there? explain it. Yeah, all right. He just wheels up and is like, I have something else to tell you. And you're like, except not like that. He goes, and the narrator goes, out of date, has something else to tell you. Because he doesn't, like, directly translate. I hate the narrator. Anyway. Narrator's, I can't say the worst part, but oh boy. <laughs> yeah. He explains that since you've been gone, 
<laughs> you know the song. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> uh, the, the tribes have all split up. And I don't want to explain this, but the tribes were all disciples of your Muma because your Muma was great at Wung Fu. Your mom was a Kung Fu master. Yes. And she had six disciples. And when she died, they all split up and formed their own houses. It's very rote. Uh, <laughs> and you have to join one of them. And it's really cool because the game, like, uh, sets it up and, like, there's the good one and the bad one. And they give you these two options. Uh, technically, you can join any of the six tribes, so people have said. Yeah. But, like, the game really doesn't steer you that way. Nope. It's like, you need to pick one of these tribes now. I did not realize until much later in the game that there were more than two tribes. Yeah, there's six. Who knew? Not you from the onset. And uh, by the time you like, oh, okay, I thought, well, could I join one of these other ones? Maybe you can. I don't know. I finished the tribe warp so quickly, it didn't matter. In my experience, no, because you'd already joined another tribe. Yeah. Uh, so that sucks. Anyway, tribe war. So all the tribes are like, I mean, they're doing that thing. I actually think in that case you might be able to. It's just you by can, the time I went to go join another tribe, I'd taken out all their camps. So at that point, they wouldn't let me join them. Yeah, as well as I believe your light side. Like, if you are light side, you can't join any of the dark side ones. They just turn you away. <sighs> okay. Right, like, whatever. <laughs> um, you start in, like, the tribe where you get your first uh, world eater fight where... I think it's actually different depending on who you choose. Okay. Because I went dark side. Yeah. And my first world eater was the stupid three-headed fuzzy shark. Oh, mine was the robot. Yeah. So you do... I'm not even going to bother explaining. Like, you do a thing to get a vehicle, and then you use No, that. no, no, no. Fuck that. Let's no, no. walk through it. No. Because <laughs> it's not plot-related at all. No. Fuck no, it's not. You do a thing to get a vehicle to fight the World Eater. After you defeat the World Eater, if you are dark side, then you let the World Eater go to continue its rampage, which I don't know why you fought it in the first place, but more on that later, I guess. Wait, what? Yeah. The dark side's plan is to let the World Eaters destroy the World Tree to basically uh, purge the land of life and start anew. So why do you go to fight them? Yeah, you go and fight them and beat them up. And then you let them loose on the world tree like they were already doing. You just got to let them know that you're the boss. Yeah. You're doing this because I said so. Straight up weird flex, but okay. <laughs> uh, and if you're light side, you just uh, you yeah. put them in the dirt. Yeah, as the light side, you put them in the fucking dirt. And then like tree absorbs them or something. Yeah. It shows the roots like growing and I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah, they get a pulse that goes through it all the way back to the base of the tree and i don't want to talk about it anymore i'm uncomfortable yeah uh so then you're informed that oh out of dates uh he lives under the tree and he wants to talk to you and you go there and there's a fucking spaceship and he's like hey what up uh anyway i got this spaceship <laughs> uh you need to go kill all the world eaters and uh but if you find people to put on this spaceship uh yeah do that Great. So you go uh, defeat the rest of the world eaters. But before you can do, do the last one. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's, let's, let's roll that back. Okay, so it's important to know that for each world eater, you need a vehicle. And you have to go and talk to a person to get the vehicle. And then when you get to the person, they're like, oh, well, 
it's almost done, but I need you to go get an upgrade part. So you go get an upgrade part, and they're like, hey, it needs one more thing, Lyles. It's, uh, I need you to find some ammo f to run a distraction because the World Eater boss fights are in stages where the first one, it's damage. The second one, they do some bullshit attack. You need to do the special extra ammo thing that is a distraction so you can do another QTE to continue the fight. Every, every one of those... Every world eater. There's only four, so you know you do that the three times, and before you can do the fourth world eater, uh, the game stops and says, "Whatever the fuck you were doing, knock it off, because now it's time for tribe war. You cannot continue past this point. Yeah. You don't get to just finish the game. You have to go do tribe war stuff." S so to explain, uh, a very different experience that we had because I had already burnt, raised people's uh, houses to the ground and completed the tribe war. So by the time I finished my third one, I came back and he was like, oh, you finished the tribe war already. Uh, okay, here's the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, because I was just ignoring it. Yeah. Because I didn't want to do it. So Jake got to experience the, you've beat the third one and out of date goes, oh, um... You need to look into the tribe war. So naturally, Jake went and did tribe war stuff. And then my favorite thing, because I knew this was coming because I'd seen people talk about it on the internet. After you complete the tribe war and go back to out of date, he then tells you, why would you go do the tribe war? The fourth world eater is right here. I thought you would have better priorities. Yep. The game. Waka, waka, waka. Hard gates your progress and then chastises you for the thing that it made you do. What? What? Fuck you. Fuck you, you wheelchair-bound piece of shit. I don't want to fucking do this shit in the fucking first place. It's the fucking tribe war, right? What you got to do is you go, and each tribe has uh, chunks of land. The overworld map, uh, they're split up into, like, you know, little fucking spots. And they have a main camp that you can't take until you take out the subsequent smaller camps surrounding it. Each one has three camps. So if you're me, I dumped every single upgrade point into luck. All I gave a shit about because I was trying to get my crit chance higher. I didn't give a fuck about anything else. And I'm sure that luck had nothing to do with the dialogue options, but when it came down to taking over camps, eventually you get to their camp leader, and then I could talk to them. And I would always just persuade them to stop fighting, which was the most light side thing in this game, in a game full of stuff that is quote-unquote light side, but is super not okay. Yeah, well, we're going to have to talk about that a lot. Yeah. So you get through the first one, the binary choice that it gives you up front, good or evil. And then as soon as you get through that one, they're like, oh, hey, look, there's another tribe over here. Ha 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 ha. Great. And I, oh, I can't go talk to out of date because I have to finish the fucking tribe where I thought we were done. So you go do that shit. And for me, it was the same way. Where, like, I just basically would talk to them. Hey, join me. And they're like, we don't want to flex, 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 do it or I'll kill you. And they're like, yeah, you make some good points. So you, I, I, I know this, but you uh, didn't fight any of the like Sifus. Yes. Yeah, you just talked them all out of fighting. Yep. Did you put any points into charisma? Nope. Yeah, that's right. Charisma's a stat in this game, and it does fuck all nothing. I dumped all of my points into luck, and then every other point into combat skills. And by skills, I mean stuff that directly affected combat. Yeah, there is a charisma skill, and it's not even important for the one, the one talking situation in the game. And by combat skills, I mean gun. Gun, 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 gun. <laughs> Always be gunning. I mean, I put every, every single time I leveled up, I went and I clicked on intellect. More brain power. Right, because you were doing magic. Yes. Yeah. I, I was shooting rad wisps and space lasers at people. So did the rad wisps ever get good? Because I had them too and they sucked ass. Oh, yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, if you get your intellect high enough, they literally shred everything all the time. Yeah, I'm shit. Like, I mean, that was really cutting into my luck, you know, so I wasn't yeah. doing it, but I wondered if that's how that would work. Yeah, all of your psi powers scale off of your intellect. Okay. So, I don't know, each hit from a Radwisp would do, like, I want to say 500 damage. Yeah, because mine were doing, like, 70, which was fuck all nothing. Yeah. When they do 500, it's a bit stronger. Yeah, no kidding. And then my space laser did 7,000. We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I got through, through talking, the next, without combat, besides the, like, stuff that you have to do. I was like, oh, try not to kill these people and then murder my way through a fucking town. Which was never, like, that many enemies. It was, like, you know, four or five, then you'd get to the end. And it would they would either give it to you because you did some arbitrary dumb shit like uh, Carpet Bomb a City. That mm-hmm. was uh, a choice you didn't get. That's just what you're doing. Or you set it on fire and they gave up. Or in, like, the rare occasion where you just go in and you could just talk to them. They're like, yeah, no, we're good. Like, we don't want to fight. We would rather just join you. It's great. Perfect. That's what I'm here for. We don't have to have bloodshed. And then your Sifu comes up every time and you're like, oh, I wish we could have solved it better. What? Every time. I get that this is a canned response, but the, like for Ooh. like when there was no combat, like this was best case scenario. What are you talking like? You were just hoping for bloodshed, you fucking monster? Oh, no. Canned responses. Let's talk about that real quick, where every time you beat one of these, they would run the same uh, fucking cut scene. Yes. Where the enemy Sifu uh, would be like, you have weakened us, but I will not give up. And then it would be your Sifu being like, thank you for, you know, has is greatly pleased with your progress. Yep. And then the shops are open. Cue same cutscene of them putting up shops. Yeah, and then your Sifu coming in on a palanquin with these dudes carrying them. Yep. Yup. And then them saying, oh, I'm disappointed or great job for me because I murdered everyone. And he was super cool with that. Uh, <laughs> surprise. I gave him power. Dude seemed all right with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the words that are said to you from the narrator are the exact same every time. Every single time. They don't even try to hide it. It's the exact same. So once you get through the third one, or the second one, I suppose. Yeah, second one. You now have three of six territories controlled. Once you get through the second one, your Sifu says, Hey, uh, everyone else, we, we all convened. They're all ready, ready to just give up the tribe war. Like, we're, we're good. They, they want to just lay down arms and join us. You've successfully united the tribes. And then you get the choice to uh, accept their surrender or continue the crusade. So naturally, because I was trying to fucking finish this game because I won't play it. At this point, I was definitely over it. Uh, yeah, like, let's uh, let them surrender. Like, let's be done. So, Jason, can you can you talk about the fourth world eater and uh, <laughs> how that one goes, especially for me coming off something that the game decided that, hey, you're, you're good here. You, you did the thing. Hey, but you got that sweet montage of like everyone doing hands in in a circle. Yeah. Fucking teamwork. Yeah. It was funny because I, I also accepted their surrender, which was funny that they would surrender to the guy who was just like wantonly murdered these other two tribes. And they're like, we're willing to surrender. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to go how you think it's going to go. To the hobbling wheel. Because then like the cutscene I got is my Sifu and me like on some pride rock like ledge overlooking our army who's like lockstep like orcs fucking raised arms like (laughs) oh yeah what the fuck (laughs) it's like boy howdy (laughs) 
Well, I wonder if that's because uh, when I would capture the enemy Sifus, I always just let them join the tribe. Oh, I like, just always put them in the... Well, you didn't have the option, I don't think. I don't think I had the option to kill them. You had the option of imprisonment or joining you. Yeah. I had the option of imprisonment or death. Oh. And I went with death <laughs> every time. And I just let them join me. And the game would always try and give me shit about it. Oh... This might have consequences later. Right. You done fucked up because they're going to get power hungry. They constantly say shit like that, but it doesn't. It, it literally never comes up. Yeah. So then you go to the fourth world eater. So the, as I said, the first world eater was different depending on which side you chose. Uh, and then the third world eater is always the same. There, That's the uh, goat fuck around. The weird Jay Leno dog horse thing. Yeah. Uh, with Nako. And then the fourth one... We can talk about it because I fucking I hated the character so much. Like, wait, hold on, let's let's wait on the fourth one somewhere. Because I want to talk about the fucking characters. Because this fucking I forgot about this. We didn't talk about the stupid flashbacks that you have to do because um, like that happens early on where you get to see what really happened to your mom and some fucking dumb shit. And the like main antagonist, I guess, fucking Chupa Chups who murdered your family. Yeah, Lucha Libre. Yeah, no, uh, really, I like Lupin like, Lupa or Lupa Lupin, something like that. Which, again, I'm like lupine, so he's supposed to be like a wolf, right? But he doesn't look like a wolf. He looks like a fucking, like, Lord of the Rings trilogy orc with yeah, sharp straight teeth. Up. Yeah, like, he just does not look like that at all. No. But, yeah, like, he's the carnivore. Which Ooh. is weird because all the stuff that you run into has sharp teeth and their eyes are facing forward because they're not prey animals and clearly they eat meat, but yeah. well, they if, don't. Like, everyone's, like, these uh, irradiated, like... As I said, they're somewhere between, like, weasels, rats, and raccoons, which means they are all, like, scavenger omnivores. Meat-eating shouldn't really be a question. Yeah. But it is. But it is around some Zootopia shit, where, like, even the meat they eat's, um, you know, plant-based or whatever. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Is this is, These are the questions, quote-unquote, you have to put in when you make a world full of animals. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Why wouldn't they eat each other? They're fucking animals. Uh, uh, animals out in the world eat each other. It's what they do. Which, by the way, there are also animals. Yeah, which is... Okay. So there, you're, you got your, your radiation sentient animals. There's also just stuff. Like regular sized uh, fire raccoons and rabbits and shit. Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> so is this like one of those fallout ghouls versus feral ghouls sort of things? I don't know. Where like these little idiots just didn't get sentience and these fuck awful abominations did. Or maybe they are and they just like would rather live naked and free. Who can say? So the quest givers that you get, uh, you get the robot suit. Yeah. For traveling through the uh, oil fields you can't breathe in from uh, what's his name? Whizbang or some dumb shit. Uh, one of them's Gizmo, one of them's Wiz, and I don't know. Wiz. Gizmo's the last one. Okay. <laughs> I have a special relationship with Gizmo. <laughs> uh, and then we talked about Nako, who gives you the, it's just a horse, like, yeah. the vehicle. It's, um, it's a weird furry, god-awful looking dog horse thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fucking weird. But a horse is the same. Although, they do give you a robot horse, which, like... That thing's fucking neat, but I like robot horses because they're stupid. Uh, and then the f the worst one, the the most god awful one. God, I fucking hate. I hate his character so fucking much because you see him the first time in a flashback. His name's Goop. He looks like uh, an anthropomorphized platypus without the duck bill. He's got the face of like an otter. He's like. he's supposed to be like a river otter, but he's got goose feet and a beaver tail. I mean, river otter tails aren't that much different. Like, it's not super beaver. Yeah, but it's not like, it's, like, it's flat. Like uh, Anyway, and he's got a wetsuit and he's fat and he's got the dead 
fucking haunted eyes of someone that eats children, and he's just fucking awful the whole time. Oh, yeah, and he's annoying, and then, like, in the flashback where, like, he, uh, he, you talk to him, and he's like, I'm gonna teach you to swim, and he literally grabs you and throws you in a lake when your character clearly doesn't know how to swim. Yeah. And you're like, man, all right, like. That's cold-blooded. If you drown, you drown. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I mean, that's not a, that's not a bad way to teach somebody how to swim. The magic was inside you the whole time. Don't drown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, when you get to the fourth one, it's Gizmo. Yeah. And he's some long-tailed mouse thing. Yeah. Cunt Gizmo in his cunt lab. He, um... <laughs> his quest is the longest. His quest is where I really lost it with this game. Yeah. Because well, he was trying to finish up, right? And because he was streaming this. If you want to watch the streams, I think they're both... Uh, should still be up on the Twitch when this goes up. They'll be up on YouTube. And they should be up on YouTube. So, like, you can go watch both of us play. I didn't beat it on stream. Jake did. So you can watch basically his whole playthrough. And, yeah, you get there, and he's like, oh, I, I need a thing. And you go. Which is to be expected, because yeah. you've done this three other times. You go to the thing, and, like, it's the best part. I, I love this. You go to the thing, and you basically, like, open the door to this area, and you can just fast travel back to him. You don't actually need the thing. You just have to, like, go there. The thing for him is he's working on a submarine, and he can't get the hatch open, so you have to travel to some other place to get this... Uh, Mechanical hand. Yeah, like clockwork hand that's fucking huge. You can get on it and ride it. And if you're me, you hop on the hand, and you start to walk it back, because I assume that's what the game wants. And Only, it's slow as hell. It is slow. The game's like, oh, go talk to Shitbird. I'm like, oh, so does this follow me? No, it doesn't follow you. And then, uh, because Jason, you were in the chat, you're like, you can just fast travel to him. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm going to just do that. And you get back there, and he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't need that. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Gizmo. But what he does need is some oil. And so you go to get some oil. But to get some oil, you have to go talk to uh, Chugga Chugga Choo Choo or whatever his Chug, name is. yeah. And uh, he's yeah, like... Yeah, because the alcoholics gulp. Yeah. We didn't talk about him. <laughs> we'll get there when we talk about how light side light side is. <laughs> <laughs> And old Chugga Chugga Two Shoes is like, I'd love to give you the oil can, but I can't. I need a wing nut. A wing nut. Yeah, so you have to travel 2,000 uh, bullshit steps. Yeah. Because, like, they're to go to weird. some cave to get a wing nut. Yeah, well, like, you had to get go that far to get to him. Oh, yeah, it's across the fucking map. And then you get to travel that distance again to go get the thing that he wants. Yeah, because you get back to him, he gives you the oil can. You fast travel back to Gizmo, and Gizmo's like, cool, oil can. Uh, now you gotta... I don't remember the next one. Um, is the next one's the fish. Well, the I fish. thought it was explosives and then fish. No, you're right. It is explosives, then fish. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, you need to go get these explosives. Another across the map. Literal thousands of, you know, steps away. Go get some explosives. Now the third one. I wasn't even mad at. That one made me laugh. Because of course there's another one. And that's the... <laughs> Yeah, you get back. Oh, of course, there's another one. You get the explosive. You come back to him. Oh, thanks for the explosives. Oh, yeah, you need to go get these special fish. And then I broke. <laughs> and it's not even like you have to go get these special fish. You have to go talk to Fish Flash. The, yep. His name's Gil, and it's dumb. You gotta go talk to fucking Gil. And Gil will tell you how to get to the fish. In Gilly's Cavern. <laughs> and that's the thing. Gil doesn't even do anything. You talk to him, and it literally just opens up a waypoint. It's like, yeah, it was over there the whole time. Yep, Gil's a stopgap in your fuckabout journey. Cool! <laughs> I skipped over the part. Uh, after your second world eater, I believe, uh, Out of Date tells you, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Lupa Lupine uh, literally lives right behind me. Yep. 
Which he's I, just on the other side of the tree. Yeah, they literally. He's like, oh, he he still lives in the village where he grew up, and it's buried deep in the mount, you know, hidden in the mountains. It's it's not. It's not. It's viewable from basically everywhere because it's right next to the tree. It's at the base of the fucking tree. Yep. I'm like, what the? F-? Okay. So you go uh, and you fight him, uh, where he reveals um, what is perhaps my favorite dumbest thing. It's not a twist, though, because, like, they mention it beforehand. He, uh, as, a, as a predator, he, 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 his mom was killed by your mom. Yeah. Muma whatever. Yeah, it's Mumon Popsy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your mom killed his mom and then left him alive? Like, okay. Yeah. What kind of fucking psychopath doesn't murder the child? Right? Like, look, that's how you end up with Batmans. You you literally came here to kill the predators and you're just like, yeah, but this one's like six. What are you doing? It's like having a pet alligator, right? Like, it's cute. Like, they're cute when they're tiny. Something like that. Anyway, he uh, vows revenge and, like, this is. My favorite, because it it's so dumb. He doesn't, like, plan revenge on your mom. Nope. He waits until he hears through, you know, rumors in the grapevine that she's had a kid. And he's like, ah, that's the plan. I'm going to kill her and orphan this kid. Yeah, instead of just, like, murdering her child in front of her to get back at her. Yeah, or just murdering her at any time, because, like, he doesn't have any trouble with it. No. No, he doesn't. No, he just puts her in the dirt, which is like, uh. His plan is just, yeah, he's going to orphan you by killing your parents. What? What is that plan? What is that plan? <laughs> and then, like, when you show up, he's like, ah, yes, I've been waiting for you because I knew you'd come to kill me because I killed your parents because your parents killed my parents. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing. And for me, I got the dialogue option. I'm here to forgive you. Neat. Because I didn't want to... Like, you still fight him. Like, I, that doesn't change anything. I might have had that dialogue option. I obviously didn't choose it. But, like, that's the option that I went with. Like, I, we don't have to fight. I yeah, I was you. like, blood for the blood god, my dude. <laughs> you did this to you. I don't know where you thought leaving me alive was going to not result in you dying a horrific death, but... <laughs> Okay. You know exactly how this was going to go because it's what happened to you. Right? Like, you forged a warrior. Because <laughs> that's how you make warriors is you orphan them at a young age. That's not untrue. I've learned a lot from superheroes. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you beat the fourth world eater. You come back to out of date in his spaceship and he's like, ah, so the last thing is you have to deal with Luna Lupin. And you're like, wait, what? Because at this point, I didn't know this, and I know Jake didn't know this. Because when you beat him the first time, the tree's roots shoot out of the ground and just, like, encase him. Yeah. He's not dead. I tried to interact with him because I was Same. like, oh, yeah, like, maybe I can, like, let him loose, which it doesn't give you the option. Yeah. Oh, but- no. The he Out of Date explains the tree was exacting its revenge, and now it's up to you to decide how it ends. What the so- actual fuck? This tree could do this at any time, and he's just been, like, living there and just hanging out. The tree could have done this at any fucking time. Oh, yeah. I mean, the tree could have literally just, like, because it kind of basically does crucify him. Yeah. And just leave him there to die. Now, for me, Out of Date says it wasn't the tree that held him there. It was his own fear. Oh, they say that, too, but that's also dumb as hell. Yeah, I I didn't understand what they meant at all. No, I don't. Like, he was afraid he got his ass beat? I, I don't know. The tree wasn't his shackle, his fear was, and now yeah. he's transformed. And I'm like, what? This is dumb. And then you fight him. 
And then you fight him. Final boss fight time. You he's got three sections of health. It's literally just a fight. Uh, yep. Your tribe is with you at the beginning. Uh, and then after you clunk out the third part, he jumps in the air and smashes through the ground. And you go into an underground cavern where it's just you versus him. And he gets three bars of health back. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Then you beat him up again. Then you just knock the shit out of him. Yeah. And then you're presented with the final morality choice. Good or bad. Live and let live. Time to die, punk. You pick one. It's whatever. Mm. Um, Except no, because I think they both result in his death. I don't know, because I forgive you. Again, I was only watching yours, and the I forgive you, his body just disappears. Yeah. And, like, he never shows up the rest of the, in any of the cutscenes. Well, because he's, like, laying there on the ground, like, labored breathing, and then you hit I forgive you, and his head just falls back, and he stops moving, and then he disappears. So, like, I just assumed he died. Probably. Who knows? Like, <laughs> I forgive you in death. It's not really forgiveness. You just killed this guy. (laughs) We're square now. Yeah. (laughs) Live and let live. I mean, for me, not for you. (laughs) For me, not for you. You're fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, And then you get this final, like, your conscience, whichever side you picked, guides you into the back into the tree. uh, And you get the final cut scene where uh, whoever you picked to go in the ark goes in the ark and you fly away in a spaceship. Yeah, um, throughout, I forget at what point, and he's right when you, like, figure out that he's in a fucking spaceship, and he's, uh, out of date, it's like, oh yeah, uh, there's a spot for me, there's a spot for you, we got four spare seats for when this whole shit show collapses, so, you know, you wanna pick some four people to hop on our spaceship, we can fuck off whenever, and I picked three, uh, the first people that it would let me, which were the, um, fuck, fuck awful goop, cause he brought it up, Chug, because he brought it up, and Noko, because she brought it up, not because I wanted the first two to be there. Noko was fine. But I didn't do anybody's fucking side quest to get their tree far enough along that I could offer them a spot on the ship. So when the doors start closing to the ship, it's fuck awful goop, miserable chug, Noko, and then just empty spot. Oh, <laughs> and your Sifu. Weird that... Was Sifu there? Yeah. They're the first one in every time. Oh, uh, that's not... I didn't want him there. Yeah, you don't get a choice. Hmm. There, that's what he hmm. tells you. On this spaceship, there's a spot for him and you, your Sifu, and then four other people uh, you're choosing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which then is this whole thing. And then you fucking blast off into the sky and they have run this stupid like, now wasn't that such a strange and mysterious ending? And it made me want to reach through the video game and punch whoever wrote that. Yeah. Well, they said it was going to be a weird ending. They say that literally in the very beginning. Yeah. I hope you're not expecting a normal ending. And then like, which is fair and not fair for two things here one that like spaceship ending doesn't even phase me because uh well if you've ever watched the streams you know the (laughs) games i played in the 90s uh the might and magic series is basically hey you're in fucking medieval world and you're like medieval 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 and then the second half slash towards the end of the game it's just like oh by the way spaceships aliens stargates Yeah, that always surprised me how it's like fantasy, fantasy, angels and demons. Those aren't angels and demons. Those are fucking aliens. Wait, what? Spaceship time? What the fuck is happening? (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I'm used to spaceship curveball. You ain't got shit. And two out of dates in the spaceship basically from the beginning of the game. Yeah. Like, it is so early that they introduced this spaceship and the idea that you're going to go on this spaceship that, like, it's not a twist. It's just there. (laughs) 
Yeah, and it's also like the game ended before then like this is the extra shit that you're doing that's not the end the end was exactly what i thought it was going to be you have to fight the big guy and the choice that i make to not have him die doesn't matter because the game already decided what it was going to do with him which was to send him to the fucking shadow realm yeah so tell me for the light ending because like i could have sworn that i it was out of date and your character watch it blast off i didn't think that they were on the ship no they're in the ship they're in the, like, cockpit area. Okay. Because there's definitely, like, machinery all around them as out of date as at, like, a control panel. Yeah, see, like, I thought it was a cave, but at this point I was, like, wrapping up the stream, so I'm... Yeah. And again, because of the... He mentions, you know, earlier that there's a spot for you and him. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed. So that's the... Which is lame, because I would kick his ass right out of that spaceship. Yeah, fuck he you, sucks. out of date. Fucking piece of shit. What I didn't understand is, like, it doesn't even look like the same character. You mean from the before times? Uh, no, not the before times, because the before times, there were still people. Ah, people. I miss people. <laughs> I don't. <sighs> Although it would have been nice to have some humans running around to get a scale for how big your little fucking crabbit's supposed to be. Well, I mean, there's human stuff, so, like... Yeah, I, I assumed about three feet tall. Right, That's he seems to be three, four feet tall in that range. Yeah. Great. So who's making the guns? You are, because... Hey, <laughs> have you seen the... Okay, there's a whole crafting system you can slap shit together. They look dumb as hell. They do look dumb, and uh, the gun that I had had a sugar skull for a fucking sight on the top, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. That's the one thing I can say about this game I genuinely liked. My fucking red dot was a goddamn sugar skull. Oh, the crafting and the fact that stuff looks dumb as hell is actually probably the best part of the game i think it still needed work oh yeah because the amount of stuff you pick up that's just hot garbage you do pick up a lot of crap yeah crap that's supposed to be better than the crap you have but isn't i don't know how quickly you stumbled into something good enough that like you just almost never replaced it happened very quickly for me um the only like i the armor i would swap out uh the Melee weapon I had, I found one that I never found one that was stronger than that. Although I never bothered to try and craft a melee weapon either. And then most of the gun that I ended up using for pretty much the whole game was the same parts that I would swap out a couple things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it was... They dump an awful lot of crap at you and it's it's just inventory space filler. Like crap for you to go through later. And the, the, the menus are not designed for you to go through it quickly, so... No. Thankfully, there's no weight limit, so you can just grab everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I was a mage, like, guns and uh, melee weapons didn't really matter to me, like, at all. So I mostly skimmed over those, so it was all just armor. And your main armor pieces, like, my chest piece, I got, I think, within the first hour of the game. And it was better than everything I picked up the entire rest of the game. Nice. The pants I got pretty early on, they were less than half, probably around halfway through the game. And they were substantially better than everything else. Hmm. It was hilarious. Yeah, most of my armor wasn't that good, but it didn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, hold on. Let's, let's roll it back uh, because this will tie right into the fucking menus. Let's talk about the character creator. Oh. And um, okay. I, I don't know what not to do with UI. Yep. Also, how not to do a fucking character creator. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you're giving your character, and uh, the very first thing you pick is your race. There's six options. I was going to say five, but six sounds right. And each one gives you different stats, right? Uh, 
and they all give you do they give you slightly different looks yes i'm pretty sure they do yep you look slightly different and then yeah you get a bonus to strength intelligence charisma vitality uh other two luck and something agility yeah agility yep so you get a bonus to one of those okay great so you pick whatever i picked i i couldn't they're dumb names Mm -hmm. i picked the ragamuffin or whatever it's called the one about brains i'm again i'm here to radiation wizard i think the one i picked was agility i want to say i had it colored like a common raccoon only like it had a skinny body. All of the models, like, they have such little tiny uh, hind paws. Like, they couldn't physically stand up on them, which oh, drove me crazy. Not. I complained that none of the creatures that you're playing as are prey animals because, like, biologically, they're not set up as prey animals. So the fact that none of them eat meat didn't make sense to me because they look like they eat meat because they look like hunters because that's what hunters look like. You know, whatever. That's fine. If you uh, have seen the meme with the uh, little dachshund in a bow tie and it says uh, Steven, that's what my dude looked like. Because, like, his mouth was always slightly agape. He had, a, like, just this derpy-ass look on his face. Which, like, I hated at front because I wanted to... Um, the opening cutscene, right? You have this little cat raccoon creature running around. And, like, it looks pretty good. Like, you, you've seen it on the artwork. I'm sure that's what the cover of the box is. Yeah. That is nothing close to what it gives you in-game. Nothing. You cannot make a character really look like that. No. You're going to look like you've been mangled. And it, which is like uh, just insane to me. But to continue down this, all right, you are then given uh, the six stats are on a circle and you move a dot around and it gives you bonuses to those stats. It's like one of those, uh, you know, triangle things where, again, you just, wherever you put it, you get plus to certain stats. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. No, it's fucking awkward. Yeah. Like just a, a printout of a, like, let's head on back to Fallout. Just give me the fucking special. Like give me a, a number wheel for each one. Something that's easy to see and comprehend instead of this uh, circle and pick where you want it. Yeah. It's, it's awkward. So naturally, uh, I, and I think almost everyone I've seen, you immediately slam it to the edge because why would you go somewhere in the middle? I'll oh, do middling nonsense. And then I drug mine to intellect plus 100, everything else plus zero. Perfect. I kept mine in the middle. Jack I'm, of all trades, master of none. Yeah. You know how I play things. <laughs> I've never been maxing. <laughs> Always been maxing. Uh so then you get to pick your pattern. Yep. This is the dumbest part. I don't know how many patterns there are. Uh, six? There's not many. No, but they're also on this fucking circle. Yeah. And you move your th- cursor around in this circle. And it's not like as you move it, it slowly changes and you can be in between like two different fur patterns. Mm-hmm. As you move it, nothing happens, nothing happens. And then you hit a bare, you know, invisible line that you cross and just your whole fur changes. Yep. Hard switch. It's discrete choices on a map. Yeah. There's no reason why they couldn't have like, I don't know, uh, a couple bars that have the colors or anything to indicate where the line is or what they might look like besides going around and just this empty fucking plane. It's, it's not good. As I was explaining that to um, Alex, as he was watching the stream, and he's like, yeah, Amaris did that better. I mean, like... I think almost every character creator I have ever played has done better. Yeah. I was like, that's that's not a fair comparison, because as I remember, the character creator in that really was pretty good. You'd hope so. For your furry. Yeah. yeah. But, like, 
Yeah, yeah, it did. Fuck. But, like... This was really bad. Even just, like, having all six or whatever, nine, however many, like options just listed and you as you clicked them your character changed would be better yeah yeah it would but i wanted uh like more finer controls on what my little idiot's face looked like oh or like body shape none of that none of that well it changes as you move your stats around yeah but what if i don't want those stats well no so like if you put all your points into charisma your head gets really big not intellect charisma Okay, you would think intellect, but I could see the logic for doing charisma. I don't think that's the right choice. (laughs) Because, you know, being a big-headed freak, not the most charismatic of things. Nah, it really really makes you good at convincing people because of your big brain. Because of your massive head. Yeah, they uh, agree to whatever you want to get away from your (laughs) giant fucking head. Uh, So then you get to pick your primary fur color. And this is awkward as shit. It, it, it's, again, the same circular map, but it's just like all the... It's like a color map, you know? Okay. On a circle. And uh, a, like, uh, op- not opacity, but, like, brightness slider. Wouldn't that be opacity? No, because opacity is, like, how clear it is. This is, like, intensity. Saturation. Yeah, that one. Um, And, like, you can't actually, like, click... On, yeah, it's, like, I tried to drag the saturation slider up, and you can't. No, no, why would you? It's tied to, like, two buttons that you have to press for it to slide up and down. Awkward, but I'm sure. And then you get to pick your secondary color, and so I'm sure you barely touched these at all. Oh, yeah, no. Because I went, uh, I was hot, like, bright pink and bright yellow. My guy looks like he was made of bubblegum. Which I, like, is interesting. Yeah, because mine was, uh, like I said, he looked like a raccoon, but it was, like, uh, brown fur with, like, black banding or, like, darker brown or fuck whatever. It doesn't matter. But the only other, like, really fun colored thing I ran into was my own Sifu, who was pink. Like, he looked like a little pink gibbon. But everything else was more, like, natural colored. Like, I think there's some that you run into that have, like, a blue or a pink or a bright yellow or something. But nothing was, like, fuck crazy. No. Except for Sifu. And then... After you've selected all of that, you get to pick your class. Yep. Oh, so here, here's an interesting thing. If you don't know about the game, then you don't know that there's like a class system. I didn't know there was a class system. Yeah. So you get to that last pick and you're like, oh, wait, maybe you want to go back and change your stats now. Yeah. All the way back at the beginning. Yep. That, that's not how you want to do that. No, no, that's uh, it, that was awkward. Why, why don't we start there? Yeah. You don't, because then they would have to uh, remap all of the uh, gear and, and stuff, because that's what gives you your starting equipment uh, as you were making changes to it. And, you know, that could be difficult. Okay. I'm not okay, but okay. <laughs> and then uh, the game starts. So there's there's an interesting uh, two parts to that that uh, you'll probably notice are missing. No, I'll wait here. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Right. <laughs> you got to write one. Uh, name and gender. Ah. Non, not, non-selectable things. Your character is never named because, one, no one actually speaks. Again, it's this gibberish, yep. and no one actually refers to you by a name or a nickname. Nope. No one ever refers to you in any sort of way, but you don't get to name your character. Now, you know you see people online referring to their character by a certain name, and obviously you're allowed to name them internally, but why doesn't the game just let you name your character? Yeah, 
Like, um, that's basic stuff. I want to say that you can't because it doesn't matter, but there's no reason why you can't because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just that one little thing to make you feel more connected to your character. Well, they do as much as they can to remove agency from you anyway, so. Oh, yeah, they do. It, I what? And I guess, do they ever call you, like, a boy? Nope. Or a girl? No, it's always just, like, as child. Yep. Yeah. Like, they never gender you anyway. They so do not. So, so it's again, it starts out early, this weird, like, it almost pushes you away from being directly engaged with the game, which leads me directly into not my biggest, maybe my biggest complaint, the narrator. I hate the way that this, like, interacts <laughs> with you in the story. I, uh, okay. There's, there's a lot that I, I fucking hate the, the narrator. There's a lot about it that I hate. Uh, when things are talking, the narrator is translating in a way like he was standing next to you translating. Okay, uh, that's that's a weird call, and it doesn't work if there's no back and forth. So it's just like someone will start talking, and then it's like uh, the weird elephant things in Mass Effect where they're just like telling you how they feel without like any emotion behind it. Dude's got same energy there. Oh yeah, the person you know NPC will go chitter 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 chitter, and then he'll start talking. They have explained that they didn't like what you just did and would enjoy if you never did it again. Or, rada 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 rada, knows you're trying to help. What? What? Or, those fun times where something will start speaking and he'll be like, oh, I'm not great at guzz. And then, like, he doesn't know the fucking language. What? What? He does this a few times. What? Yeah. I, What? And then he'll just constantly remark at stuff in the dumbest ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of cutscenes, as you're just running around, as you're doing things, just just says stuff. Yep. Just non sequiturs about nothing. Yeah. He'll talk about the day-night cycle. Mm -hmm. Oh, sun's coming up. The daytime sure is a great time to do things. Sun's going down. Nighttime creatures are out. What the fuck? Are they? Because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're the same creatures. Uh. Yeah, stuff on the overworld like didn't change. They, they don't fucking randomly spawn in. Or and you you can watch it uh fuck when I'm streaming because he just casually drops a bangerang mid combat and I almost turned the game off right there. No, no, I do not accept that. You knock that shit right the fuck off now. We don't just casually fucking bangerang around here. Yeah. Is Rufio here? Then <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it um because the combat has all these like very comic booky. Uh, your your gun has like ratatats and like bang 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 in like word. You know, like the uh, comic book. Yep. Yep. Uh, styling. Fucking like pop ups. Yeah. Yeah. Flash above it. Like that's just a thing that happens during combat. Yep. I think about why it just makes me angry. Uh, but the same <laughs> thing with uh, melee. Uh, you get the same thing with uh, yeah. like pow pop whatever. Get the narrator saying, like, pang, pang. Yup. Haha, <laughs> cool, great, shut up, please. But, yeah, for me, this narrator completely disengages me from the story. It was so hard to care about what any character said because it was them saying it, but then focused through this other guy who just kind of translated. Mm -hmm. It wasn't word for word. It never was word for word. So you, you were just kind of like, yeah, this is the gist of what's happening, I guess. Yeah, which is super off-putting. Uh, also, like, out of date. And a couple other characters that knew you as a child talk a lot about your character being stuck in the past or some shit. But there is nothing in-game to represent that. 
So it's just them talking at you about how you should be feeling, I guess? None of your actions, none of your choices, none of the things that you can say to people is like, oh yeah, man, I'm still thinking about the time my mom died. Never, you never even get the option to bring that up. Nope, but they tell you about it. Yeah, they're like, oh man, you gotta stop living in the past. And I'm like, I'm clearly not. Never have been. I don't I know what you're talking about. I am the Ronin from the waste. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> so, like, the the game, the way it's telling me things are contradicts how the game is playing. So, it, again, it's just all these things pile up to make me not engage with the story in the slightest. Yeah, and then you get to dialogue options, which are binary for the most part. There's a couple where you get three or four, but it's it boils down to a yes or a no. Oh, God. A light or dark. Yeah, and they're binary because there's a whole light and dark system. But it's fun that they don't tell you beforehand which one's light, which one's dark, except they coded it to the sides of the screen. Yep. Light side is always on the right side of the screen. Dark side is always left. Yeah, so uh, because you cannot, um, if you're trying to get the uh, end game or like, top tier light or dark magic stuff that you have to go all in on something no uh no because like by the time i had gotten to the end i had already maxed out my light level and dark doesn't remove light neat they are independent meters so you can have as many dark and light side points as you want i i like that in that it doesn't screw you out of uh like the top tier stuff but that that means that none of the choices that you make that are either light side or dark side are relevant at all yeah they don't matter in the slightest great (laughs) awesome perfect yeah i think i ended with whatever near maximum dark side points but then also like 30 light side points nice (laughs) yeah because i just went light and like the well i had to pick a bunch of stuff because i did some side questing unfortunately yeah no i'm dumb i did no side questing uh but then this is um i think this is a perfect time to talk about that light side dark side because uh no no um there are several instances in this game where there are light and dark side options presented to you and almost entirely i can say the dark side is the right pick (laughs) yeah so uh what is the the light side i'm following the light side and they want me to go carpet bomb a village and i don't want to do that but it doesn't give me the option to not to or to not because light side Go do the thing. Or... Um, well, so the carpet bombing the village, you do that no matter what, right? I'm and sure, so yeah, your, yeah. Your agency in that is completely stripped away. But there are times... Uh, what is his name? Sippy Cup. Gulp. Yeah. He's going to say, let's talk about gulp. Because then I have, obviously, another example where this is... You get a choice. Light side and dark side. Yep. Boy, oh boy. Gulp is an alcoholic. Gulp is an alcoholic so fucking hard. The game yeah. hammers this in. Oh, yeah. Gulp... Uh, is basically non-functioning and doesn't want to do anything other than drink all day. Uh, he won't do anything without uh, drinks. He wants to drink radium syrup because it makes him feel good, even though, as your character says, an out-of-date tells you, and then your character can tell him, radium syrup will kill him. Radium syrup, by the way, is uh, the stuff that he finds in old gas trucks. Yeah. It's just fucking gas. Like, so this... This creature who has been uh, mutated to drink gasoline as a source of alcohol, I guess, uh, 
Uh, it's like he's drinking other shit, too. Right. Because like, you find him at a bar, he's just getting plastered. Yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah. This, he, this guy is non-subtly a hardcore alcoholic. Yeah. And going to kill himself drinking. Mm-hmm. Slash be useless. Because literally, like, you ask for his help, and he's like, uh, not without drinks. Yeah, he won't get up until uh, he's had enough to drink. Yeah. And you need to go get him some radium syrup, or fuck off, kid. <laughs> and so, the uh, you get... A, a, in this, there's a few of them when you deal with them. The light side option is to just agree. Yeah, sure. I'll go get whatever you want. No, no, you should drink. That's what you like to do. The dark side options are, you shouldn't drink that. You shouldn't drink so much. Dude, get up. You should seek help. <laughs> Trying to save this man's life, dark side option. Yep. Just agreeing with him that, yeah, man, drinking's fun and cool and you should do it as often as you want, which according to you is 24-7 light side option. Yep. You know this is killing you, but sure, I'll go, you know, I'll fucking enable you to go drink some more. That's right, kitties. If you want to take the good path in life, just agree to whatever anyone tells you. And indeed, that comes up again for me, because I did some side quests. See, I was dark side. Evil. And when you come across some of these villages, right, uh, the evil side, your Sifu says, hey, I got a uh, job for you. And you meet up with a uh, pyromaniac. Pyromaniac is on the outskirts of town and says, hey, Sifu wants you to burn this village down. And you're, you go, okay. What, what about the villagers? And he's like, if the villagers try to stop you, kill them. I said, we burning this down. Burn the village down. And you are now presented with the choice. Because he you know, says, the Sifu says, you know, we have, we're here to burn the village down. Villagers be damned. And what the Sifu says goes. We obey orders. Sure, sure. So your options at that point are, oh, of course, we obey orders. Or, I don't know about that. Obviously, yes, of course, we obey orders, burn down the village and kill the villagers is the light side option. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Just good men following orders. Soldiers follow orders. That's not okay. (laughs) Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. It is fucking not. Oh my God. When that happened and I got light side points for agreeing, I was like, yeah, whatever, sure. Sifu, whatever Sifu says goes. As I'm just like flippantly picking things and it goes, light side point gained. And I went, what? What? <laughs> what just happened? No, that's not right. I was like, did, did I imagine that? Yeah, it's a, like, it's uh, it's pretty obvious when you get morality choices in the game. So I, you know, first I thought, well, maybe they'll like mix it up on you, right? Like, uh. Sometimes the left side will be the good option just to try and, you know, fuck it, spice it up on the player. <laughs> fuck no, that's not how it goes. You just always pick the fucking right side if you're just trying to go always light or always go left if it's always dark. And then your conscience uh, shows up as these little um, toothless from How to Chain Your Dragon looking motherfuckers. Yeah, that, they're uh, these little imp things that are... And then they talk shit to each other. And I was never sure if anyone else could see them. I assume no. Because when they disappear, like, things look at the spot where they were at. So, like, I'm not sure if that was intentional. <laughs> I don't know, but they, they just go on and on. And I mean on and on. on. Every and time on. you pick a light or dark side thing, they show up. And if you pick light side, she pops up. Yes, the light is brilliant and shining. And then dark side has to respond. No, won't you think of darkness? It's fun and gritty. And then you have to <laughs> confirm your selection. And then, like, uh, for you, confirming light side, she's, light. 
Kate wins again. Suck my dick, you motherfucker. And then she throws him off the screen. And for me, dark side, I, you know, he's like, yes, embrace the dark. And then he throws her off the screen. So was he as shitty to her as she is to him? Yes. Oh, okay. They suck. Yeah, they, no, they both suck. They're fucking insufferable. And it's great because, as I said, I went back and forth just constantly. And, like, they both suck all the time. Like, you pick one light side option. By the way, I have, like, 40 fucking dark points. And I pick, like, one light side option. She's so like, see? Light is shining within you. And my aura is, like, maximum dark. And I'm like... Like, if this was Fable, you've got horns and flaming eyes. And yeah, but I accidentally saved someone. <laughs> and so they're like, yeah, real good pick there. And I'm like, I think maybe not. Mm. You should revise that script. Yeah, also, the uh, the dialogue they say, if uh, you run through that awful fucking quick, and they just start repeating lines. There are not nearly enough lines in this game. Uh, so Because, like, okay, there's this whole save these idiots thing, right? There are people, they're in cages. Uh, this is how you get side points, uh, how you can get side points, and how you can get your dark and light meters really effective. Uh, they're in camps throughout the world. Sure. You beat the dudes up in the camp you go to the cage you open the cage and a person tumbles out and they're like oh thanks for saving me and then you have the option like the person at the very beginning your options are i'm here to help or i will leave you to your destiny at which point again you uppercut them into the abyss because <laughs> that's destiny i guess yeah when you do that you get a side point and then aura right okay they say that oh thanks for saving me and then you pick light or dark. And then for me, picking dark, they say, oh, well, I'm really sad in your choices. You must realize that, you know, there's consequences to all choices you make. And then you uppercut them. The exact same words every single time. Mm. Mm, that's that good shit. There's 25 of these people throughout the map. Ugh. They don't even try to hide it. There's so much of this game. The dialogues, the rooms, the Via like the broken down cars, like the terrain is copied and pasted. Yeah, yeah, it is. Which uh, surprised me because the the starting area you're in this little bunker, and the first area that I went to, it was just room after room of the exact bunker again. Oh, so like we're not even trying out of the gate, and then you start going around, and uh, is I. I might have, I, I know you and I had talked about this. I think it's weird that for an open world, and you'll have this a lot with a lot of open worlds, the world is very empty. Now it's busy, like there's shit in it, but there isn't shit to interact with. It's just shit that's in the way. Like there's fucking trees and some abandoned cars you can't do anything with and the occasional enemy. There's not a great deal of variety in biomes. Like there's no uh, fucking snowy peaks and lava fields and not to do the f Mario thing, but you don't have that. There's uh, the forest and the jungle, which is just the forest again. And uh, some gross looking oil fields. Ah, but Jake, and I'm sure someone will remark on this. And there, there are different uh, areas with Mountain. extreme temperatures or radiation. Oh yeah. So there's one really hot place and one really cold place and one really radiation place. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't know about the cold because I had 100% resistance to cold. Oh, yeah. You you have resistances. And like, so when you go into these places, you uh, there's a meter that starts going up. And if it hits 100, your health starts dropping really quickly. Um, your armor will come with resistances. Mm -hmm. So you'll just have some naturally. You can also upgrade all your resistances with bio points, which is this dumb other thing because there's so many different points and things in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In addition to the uh, RPG stuff, there's um, a whole other 
currency and upgrade system. Yeah. So bio points you get from bio containers, which is like, I guess, radiation containers, as well as these weird mutant bug things. Yeah. And also the bio worms or whatever. Yeah. You kill them and get bio points. You can spend bio points to upgrade your resistances. Mm -hmm. So you could just basically max all your resistances. And then when you go into an area, you just don't, you ignore it. Yeah, see, because uh, I, I wasn't aware of that for a while, um, because you use the bio points to give you, like, mutations. Yeah. So, like, you can get a little turtle shell, so you can, like, slide down a hill and do, a like, a, a larger ground pound, because you already have one. Or, uh, I don't know, you can, like, fart out a bubble and then, like, bounce along, or I think it's actually snot, or whatever. Who gives a shit? You can do, like, dumb little things with it, which could be fun, but I didn't see the point in wasting the bio points on them, so I never fucked with it. And so I was just stockpiling bio points on accident because I would get this shit and then never use it until I learned I could just dump into resistances. Oh, great. But I already had 100% cold resistance, and I'm not sure why. Like, I think that was uh, one of the things that I picked earlier on. I just ended up with that. Yeah, and it literally never will came have up. resistances. So, like, I had a hundred percent radiation and whatever the poison resist is. Yeah, and so then I used my bio points to max my cold and fire resistance. So even with my regular armor, I had resistance, a hundred percent resistance to everything except for low oxygen. Yeah, which is fine. I guess you can't have resistance to not being, or they're not being oxygen, but it sucks. I mean, you can if you go get the oxygen suit. Is it a fucking oxygen suit? Yeah, I unfortunately did side quests. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I, I, I was mainlining this. I did no side quests. Yeah, so you did like eight and a half hours. I did like 12 and a half hours. Yeah, uh, and it's only eight and a half because even without side questing, there was still a little bit where I was just dicking around. Yeah. Like you, you could shave that time down. Because the game is not hard at all. It is not hard and it is not long. No, uh, I was surprised at how stupid piss easy it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I played on medium, which I would have assumed is the normal. I started on medium. And I would die occasionally to um, not making it out of water or some oil. So, you know, environmental hazards would kill me. You don't take fall damage, which yeah. is nice. I, I do appreciate that in games. I died more to falling in oil than anything else. Or um, the world eaters, where I would get cheesed by some of their bullshit because I couldn't read the on-screen button prompts I needed to hit. I would die to the world eaters uh, because <laughs> I was a mage doing magic. Um, the Psy Freak might be the strongest class in the game. Uh, it's genuinely stupid. Sure. So each class comes with, like, is it five perks that you can pick up? Yeah. One of the Psy Freak's perks is whenever you deal magic damage, you heal for 20%. Fuck. Yeah. 20% of the damage that you dealt, you're just like 20% of your health bar. It just says 20%. But when you're firing radiation wisps that are dealing 500 plus, you know, damage... And you you know how fast they shoot out. They shoot out very fast. They do shoot out pretty quick. And they home. Yep. Nothing could hurt me. Like, unless they, like, one-shot me, my health would go boop, boop, right back up. Hmm. I don't take damage. Eh, damn, no kidding. Yep. Cyphreak, tank. Cool. Hit me. <laughs> yeah, like, I, w I was just running gun, which is what most people do, I believe. Yes, because gun's damage isn't based on any of your stats. Yeah, it's just based on gun damage. Guns are just, they have their damage which makes it much higher. And so you can spend all your points on luck to get your crit up to 100%, which yep. you can, uh, and agility so you, you just outmaneuver everyone. Yeah, so you just fucking dance in circles around things. Yep. Which is mostly what I did. Like, you can parry things, which I never bothered. 
because why the fuck would I? No, you're fast enough and can dodge often enough and far enough that, like, nothing can catch you. You don't have a stamina. You could just spam that dodge. I think it might take your side points, right? It does. But these refill so quickly. They recharge so fast. It doesn't matter. And then the gun that I had, it would just dump its entire fucking ammo in, like, a second and a half. So if anything withstood that initial barrage, it was almost dead. And if I'd killed something with that clip, the gun would automatically reload and do 20% more damage. Yeah. So as soon as I killed one thing, everything else would die. Yeah. uh, When I was playing, uh, it was remarked because I was space lasering people. Oh, no, this was off stream, uh, as Brian mentioned, because I was space lasering people. And he was like, wait, don't you ever run out of mana? I was like, well, no, you can see there's a my key point bar uh, where I would... It's chi, goddammit. I, I would uh, space laser, and then by the time my space laser would recharge, which is, you know, like a one-second cooldown... Sure. It would have already refilled. Fuck. I mean, it only took, like, a fifth of my bar anyway. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, like, the fu- the top-tier endgame dark magic only mm-hmm. takes a fifth of the fucking bar? Yeah, so I would activate Radwisps, and because Radwisps, uh, they continue, you know, you don't have to keep holding it. Yep. Um, I would activate Radwisps and then start dropping space lasers as Radwisps would just fly out of me Fuck. at the same time because I had so much goddamn mana. No shit. Yeah. The game was a joke. Like the one uh, world eater, the three-headed shark thing, mm-hmm. it took me a while to get past the first stage where you have to shoot it and pop the bubbles on its body yeah because yeah. i tried to do what the game suggested i do and drag mines under it which never do that no i tried that too it was a fucking shit show yeah and you die horribly yep because the game's like hey do this don't do that no just no. shoot it uh but then the next stage it goes into like the next zone and it i love this i love this because it's so terrible it goes into the next zone then it digs a hole and pops up as like a turret yep because they couldn't be bothered to have it actually like walk around yeah. and have you like run under it that's way too complicated. There's no way they could have pulled that off. <laughs> so it has to just sit in a hole and be a turret. Yeah. Because if you notice, that's the thing with all the boss fights. You're always on a vehicle or it's the turret mode or the one that eats you. It's just a heart that doesn't move. Yeah. There's no point where you ever get to just fight them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's because they're huge. Yeah. There's no possible way you can take out a giant like that. That's not how video games work. No video game has ever... The idea of fighting giant monsters. No. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus. Excuse me. Monster <laughs> Hunter. You <laughs> can figure out how that works, Kazuntite. <laughs> yeah, can't be done. Yeah, and a thousand other examples. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, but so he goes into turret mode, and I hop off, activate Rad Wisps, space laser, space laser, he dies in two hits. <laughs> Bitch, I'm the boss. As soon as you let me stop using gun, you're dead. <laughs> Just instantly dead. Uh, yeah, see, because I was going to, uh, I mean, I would have had to stop drumping, or dropping points into luck, which I didn't want to do, because I was trying to get my crit chance as high as possible. I think I ended up as like 47% or whatever. Like, it, it doesn't matter. The gun that I had emptied its clip so quickly that like the extra crit damage I was doing was a fuck cherry on top, but kind of not needed, because it would just piss bullets. Which is fine. Inaccurate as shit, but it wouldn't matter because I was just running up on stuff and dumping it. And then, like, the melee... And here's the weird part for me, and I didn't really use any magic. I used the Radwisps when, like, my gun was reloading. 
which would stop when I dodged, I want to say. They, but otherwise, it would just do its thing. It stops when you dodge or start firing a different weapon. But it doesn't stop when you use magic. Interesting. So that's why you can Rad Wisp and Space Laser at the same time. Yeah. Um, but it like none of the melee has any weight to it. Absolutely none. You smack things and you finish the entire animation. So it just feels like you flow through things. There's no satisfying hit. You get a little pop-up on screen because fucking comic book bullshit reasons, which we haven't even gotten to yet. The guns are the same way where, like, I'm not expecting, uh, you know, like, with some guns because you have, uh, there is gun variety. There's, like, shotguns, which I never bothered with. Uh, Guns, which is more like a pistol or a revolver, assault rifle. They don't call it that. They call it something else. And I want to say another kind. The automatic rifle. Automatic was what I was thinking of, yeah. Where, like, there's stuff where they would shoot slower. Yeah. Well, there's automatic rifle, rifle, gun, which is, yeah, like revolver and shotgun. I don't even know if there's more than those four. But there's. I don't think. I think those are it. But there's a bunch of weird stuff. Like, I had a uh, rifle that had saw blades. It was actually an automatic rifle that shot saw blades. And I thought, that's super cool. Turns out it wasn't. They are so inaccurate, it's kind of funny. Yeah, well, like, my assault rifle would do radiation damage. Uh, I It was doing fire before. And occasionally things would be on fire, they'd run around. Which is cool. The radiation bullets, as it turns out, just stun lock shit. That's fun. It's not fun. But there's, like, uh, stuff that hits harder, right? But there's no, like, impact to it. So, like, the slower shooting guns would have, like, a deeper sound. Do, do, do. But things would just, like, take it and keep moving like nothing had happened. So, like, there's no impact to it, which that's that's not fun. Like, when I get hit with something, I go flying because my little crabbit can't take a hit. And I guess the only exception is the uh, the stupid uh, rocket fist that you get to break through the walls. Because, like, you could hit stuff with that and, like, it would launch some things. Before we go on, and we have to go on, that stupid rocket fist for breaking walls. Why do you have to hit three times? Why do you have to hit it fucking three times? I need I need everyone listening right now to understand. There are breakable walls, and part of them are a part of main quest line, so you have to do this. I think you have to do it like four times throughout the game, but they're littered throughout side quests and stuff. You get this fist, and you charge it up and punch the wall. Your character gets knocked back, and the concrete falls. And then you do it again, and the rebar bends. And you do it again, and it blows the hole open. Yep. Why do you have to do this three times? Every time you have to do that three times. It takes so long and is so boring. It's the same. There's a battering ram you have for That's what I was just going to say. The uh, breaking into your opponent's bases. And it's exactly the same. You have to hold a button, back up, and then drop it. And you do this three times. And it's just completely tears apart any sense of like speed that the game might have to do these slow, repetitive actions. And it's like the game's open world, right? It's already loaded basically everything, right? I mean, obviously, it's probably not like, you know, yeah, yeah. loaded the full map, but in zone, but like you, the zone you're in is already loaded. Yeah, around you, at least what's in front of you. Just let me punch the wall down. Yep. Ah! <laughs> yeah, uh, and there's little shit like that um, because there's uh, you get that, you get the crowbar, which you need to pry things open. There's no reason why you need to do that. Yeah, a, there's no reason why you have to do the little clicky mini game to fill up the bar. Exactly what I was gonna say is when you crow, pry, crowbar things open, you click on it, and then you have to mash the button to do it. It's like cute little QTE that you can't fail. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. Doesn't time out, and you just sit there. Mm-hmm. 
Why is that in the game? If you're going to make it in the game, just click, he crowbars, you go. Yep, move on. So, uh, like I had said with the uh, the World Eater fight, uh, because you get on-screen pop-ups for these QTEs that are... Uh, I don't know how it is on console. I can only imagine it's the same way as it is on PC, where they are fucking too small. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's probably slightly better because they probably do color coordination with your mm, buttons. Yeah. But on PC, they don't. It's just like white. Yep. It's uh, just like a small little mouse icon with whatever button you need to hit highlighted. Now, my dodge button, I had bound to the one of the side buttons on the mouse. I could not fucking see that when it would pop up. Oh, yeah. I had that happen. And I was like, what is happening? Oh, it wants me to do that. It took yeah. me a while to figure that out. Because I had to remap all my keys because they do some dumb shit where, like, you can remap. you. So to cast spells, you have to hold uh, a different button. It starts with alt, which I've said I don't really like holding. Mm, like, same. It's just kind of awkward for me. Um, so I had to rebind that and then I was like, oh, can I just like rebind, uh, the keys? Cause when you hold alt, you then have to press, uh, E space bar, the mouse button. One of them. Yeah. You get a radial menu yeah. for the uh, abilities. And there's four of them. You can't rebind those. Okay. It's always E space bar. Like what? What? That's an odd choice. Yeah, you can rebind the key you need to hold to pull up that menu, but you can't actually rebind that menu. Hmm. Now, there is a quick casting, so you don't even have to do that, which is defaults to F1 through 4, which then I just rebound those two. Actually, my mouse keys, my gun was on, like, some dumbass key <laughs> in the middle of the keyboard because I was like, I'm a space laser, my dude. Yeah, sure. Jack's out. But also, I'd like to point out, they start out with it bound to hold alt to do the thing, right? To pull up the menu. And then one of your things is space bar. And I'm really not sure how you're supposed to trigger that. Oh, just don't hold alt with your thumb, dumbass. Oh, just like with the palm of my hand? Yeah. Just mash that bitch. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> really get in there. Um, I did want to mention, because when I said I started playing on normal, I think started upping the difficulty because the game was so easy yeah it's a fucking joke it really fucking is and that's what like surprised me so like early game when you start running into puzzles which oh are just like God. some super simple pipe shit all you have to do is like line up there's a white side and a yellow side you just have to line them up with the next thing in line yeah and it starts out with three of them yep and it holds three of them until quite literally the fourth world eater yep literally all the way through everything else it's like and line up these three colors. And you're like, that's it? Which, by the way, you know how many points you get? How many spins you get? I had 10. Yeah, it's uh, your intelligence. Yeah. Divided by 10. Okay. So you had 100 intelligence. Sure. I had, uh, whatever, 600. Really? <laughs> I wondered how that worked. Because they mentioned, like, oh, this will help you with puzzles. And I was like, so it just, like, gives you more moves or some yeah. shit? Boy, oh, boy, you ever get into a puzzle? And they're like, line up these three colors. And you look over, and it's like, you've got 42 moves. Your move, Dumbo. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, every time without fail, I would just run straight down the line. And there's different types of puzzles, not just these. Well, even the fucking later <laughs> ones with these ones, it has five that pop up, but you only have to move three of them. Yeah. So, what? What? Oh, and then uh, every single other puzzle in this game is the same. There's the uh, light matchy one. They're all these, like, rotate the things to match the thing. Yeah. No, it's all, uh, yep. And they, they do it. Oh, well, this is your tuning a guitar or your spinning a globe. 
uh, yeah, or gears or valves or it's all spin the things to match the colors. And that's it. It is absolutely easy. It never gets hard and it never is interesting. Once you've done it like a few times, you're like, I know exactly what's happening here. Yeah. Why wouldn't they not that, even like ramp it up? Like do not, anything different. And there aren't any like complex or different or new puzzles. One of the things I, again, haven't played Breath of the Wild, but I know they've got whole like fucking puzzle shrines. Yeah. Those temples get fucking crazy. There's nothing like that in this game. No. You go into a room and it's like, ah, you need to solve these valves to open the door. And you open the valve cover and it's the same valves you've seen 30 times already. You move the first one once, the second one three times, the third one twice. You did it! Or in my case, because uh, I never upgraded intelligence, so I only ever had 10 moves. Mm -hmm. But the Uh, game, I'm pretty sure, makes it so that you can succeed. Yeah, no, I... No matter how few moves you have, I'm pretty sure the game makes it sure you can't fail. That's what, like, I don't think... Like, I would be willing to bet that 10 is the lowest amount that you can have. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, whatever the lowest amount is, it's enough to get through all of the puzzles. Which I think the most that I ever had was 6. Like, I had to move it 6 times. I think four was lowest I ever had to go. But every fucking puzzle, narrator would be like, oh, careful, you're running out of moves. And am, am I? Like, I only have to move this last this one time. Are you sure? Like, maybe I shouldn't touch it, man. Oh, my God, the fucking pressure. I'm almost out of fucking moves. Whatever am I going to do? You fucking prick. And then you <laughs> fail and uh, you take some damage and that's then you just do it. Yeah, and because you're out of combat, your health just regens. Oh, yeah, your health regens in between combat. So you start every combat with full health. Yeah. I used like six healing items the whole game. I basically, excuse me, let me try this without yawning. I basically only ever used them for the boss fights. Like, there were a couple of the bigger named enemies that would, like, fuck me up, but they were never really an issue, especially as you get on later and you start getting, I hesitate to say better gear because, like, my shit was never that good. Yep. Yep. Because it really dropped me. Uh, and, and thanks, RNGesus, for fucking me over on this one. I would get, like, uh, the yellow, their, what, like, fuck, legendary epic bullshit and whatever the next here is, like, the red shit. Like, the really good shit. Holy fuck. And it was worse than what I had. Every time. Without fail. Level 60 rare. Woo. Yeah. You know, red, like, yeah, super legendary uh, exotic whatever they called it. Yep. Armor value. Negative three. What the fuck is that? Yeah. You'd look at it and you'd be like, oh, it's a chest piece. And I'd be like, great. My chest piece that, again, I got in the first hour of the game had like 30 armor. Fuck. Yeah. Chunk, chunk. Oh, this one has 12. Huh. Oh, and then that's to explain how I was literally like the pants I had, which I found like halfway through that I was saying uh, was so good. It made every other piece of loot I had felt really stupid Mm -hmm. was I found a pair of pants uh, that had uh, 69 armor. Nice. Yeah. They were bear pants. <laughs> right. And I was like, I would almost bet that that is coded at 69. I don't know where I found them or why I found them, but uh, you've seen the armor values in this game. Mm-hmm. That's so much higher than everything else in the game. Yes, it is. Boy, oh boy. I would get things that were like supposedly however many levels higher and some exotic rarity. And you'd look over and be like, ah, 40 points worse. Getting close. <laughs> I just never equipped things. Like, I would, I stopped looting things because of how bad it felt to open loot. Yeah, it's not just the loot. God forbid you want to get to the menu and swap your gear around because it's so fucking, the menu system is so weird. 
you open it up to go through your gear, and it's your derpy-ass character with these little hovering dots over uh, the spot where you want to change the bits out. So, like, for your weapons, it's your right hand, but it's a tab system on that one. <laughs> you have a back piece, which you would think would be like, oh, okay, so hand for melee, back for gun. No, back is back. Yeah. You've got shoulder pads. You've got pants, face, and head, which are different. And I never found anything that went over my face because I had masks, but they were all for your head. So here's the other thing is I found a face piece really early and that just, it was some, you know, gas mask, right? Sure. And it just gave me like plus 20 armor. The fuck? Yeah. On top of everything else I had. Hence the, in addition to my healing with all my damage, I was indestructible as long as I could be attacking, which then of course bosses were an entirely different story because I wasn't allowed to use my magic. Herp derp derp. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You don't get magic. Yeah. But so that's. Regular enemies, literally a joke. They could hit me and I'd be like, cool, I'll just heal. Well, besides that, um, like if you want to craft stuff, it's menus within menus within menus to get to what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I agree. Like I, I actually, I kind of like the crafting in the way that you could just like hot swap bits from whatever it is uh, that you yeah, had. You just jam shit together and it looks dumb as hell. It does look dumb as hell, which I liked because you're, Putting on random fucking parts. They do not go together. It's fine. They never will. It doesn't matter. It's, uh, you get that same kind of catharsis from that as you do like when uh, you make your character dress up stupid and that's what they look like in the cutscenes. Yeah. Because you've got like my stupid gun with like the multicolored butt and then like it had like a radar dish for a barrel and the fucking sugar skull on top of it. And there's no hole in the back of that, by the way. Like when I was talking about the sugar skull is a sky or the sugar skull is a sight. You can't see through it. Oh, you also don't aim the gun. So, like, I didn't want to give that impression if you're unfamiliar with how the gunplay works. Yeah, you just kind of, like, laze your mouse in their direction, and it just kind of, like, auto-aims for yeah. you. There's no ADSing. No, no. No. Well, like, that and the combat is from, or the um, the comic book style pop-ups are from someone's influence. <sighs> I don't know if you want to get to that or I mean, some we'll other just stuff. talk about it because we found it out. Well, someone found it out and informed us and I can't. So when looking into this game, right, made by Experiment 101, it's about 20 people. It's their first game. Mm-hmm. And uh, right away, I'm going to uh, people have said, and I've seen this argument, it's their first game. There are 20 people. So, you know, give them a chance. No, no, no. We played the game. They had their chance. Yeah. I've seen smaller teams. I've seen teams of 20 do amazing things. I've seen teams of one to three do amazing things. Yep. Uh, how big was Supergiant, you said? Supergiant's about 20. Ah, weird. Yeah. If I compared this to uh, Hades, I would never stop listing how much better Hades is as a game. Every single component. Yeah. From start to finish. They're about the same size as studio. Now, this is their first game, right? But yeah, the, I, I take umbrage with that, no, but no. so their first game is a company. Yeah, sure, sure. Sure. And so it might be a little bit rough. They also priced it at $60. Uh-huh. They said this is a full AAA sized game. Yep. So don't cry unfair when it gets compared to AAA games. Yep. They could have made this $20. We're a small studio. This is our first game. They could have made it 30 or 40 or not full price fucking 60. Yeah. No, they said this is a $60 game. Yeah. It's not. It is not. But the design lead, I don't have his name. 
and I, it's not worth it because I'm not looking it up. No. Yeah, and don't anyone listening bother to look it up because nothing good can come of it. <laughs> it's, it's not something you need to know. And like, as much as I think the, this man is bad for video games, don't like go harassing him or no, anything. No, no. Uh, he, the design lead, uh, has a history in video games. Unsurprising. Yeah. Um, he's done a bunch of art design for other games, and uh, someone. Uh, who we work with was going through this guy's history and he was like oh he was also the lead on something called drake of the 99 dragons and then suddenly a lot of this game just clicks into place and uh you can all tune to that from i don't know when that episode came out we've played that for this podcast and that was and i told him one of the worst things i've ever played you know drake of the 99 dragons uh on Damn near every list of the worst video games of all time, Drake of the 99 fucking dragons. Infamously broken hackneyed garbage pile, Drake of the 99 dragons. Yep. And I thought for a moment, and I thought, wow, the really awkward gunplay with the targeting the way your arms move. Yep. The really awkward double jump and how in this game as well, when you jump into a wall, you can get an extra jump. Yep. And the, the just the, the way, narration, the way the narrator <laughs> talks about everything instead of like it happening on screen, the comic book style pop ups. These are all similarities. They're executed technically better, but that's because Drake was a steaming pile like Drake barely functions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't listened to the episode, you can go do that. That game is barely a game. If you're fortunate enough to have not have played Drake of the 99 Dragons. <laughs> And so I'm left going, oh, oh, no. <laughs> These are design decisions that, and this is one of those things I think could work, but big, but big, juicy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the tone of this game conflicts with the tone of this game all the time. Yeah. Right. You have a crafting system where you can build a radar dish, sugar scold, crazy gun called the Shoot a Plow 7. Yep. Looks like some weird ass Viva Pinata shit. Just yeah. jam or shit that's just jammed together. It fires rainbow bullets and it goes bang, 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 ratatat, and that pops up on the screen. And then you go genocide some motherfuckers. And then you go do a genocide. And that's because uh, I can't remember. The Sifu told you to, and that's the good option. Yeah. And <laughs> I can't remember the name of the corporation that they made up. To Toxico, I want to yeah. say. Toxico. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Because Toxico buried a bunch of nuclear waste in the ocean and ruined the world. What? Yep. Oh, so poke. Post-apocalypse, uh, your whole family was murdered, or you've been orphaned, and now you're murdering people wantonly, but also, crazy fun time laser show. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was trying to figure out, who the fuck is this game for? Because, like, it clearly wants to be a kitty game. Like, you've got little fuzzy creatures, and you've got, you know, a fun bright colors and some weird shit. And there's an awful lot of murder and genocide for a fucking kid's game. And you can't tell me that, uh, oh, yeah, just um, whatever anybody wants to agree with, because that's the good thing to do. That's a terrible message. It is a fuck awful message. But that's not that's not the shit that you tell kids. We don't we don't go burn down a village because Sifu said so. We think for ourselves. What What is this? Violence isn't the first step towards resolving your problems. Talking is. Yeah, but the game defaults to violence all the time. Have you considered always go violence? It's like it's a game, so that happened. Sure. But like, wowee. <laughs> and I get, so this is the, um, 
they talk about some of their inspirations and i don't remember if this one came up specifically uh i know some of them that did and <laughs> they missed the mark i know you'll have to tell me what some of their inspirations were uh they mentioned ratchet and clank okay I get that. Uh, because furry animals, and it's supposed to be uh, wacky and fun. Yep. Okay. Uh, Breath of the Wild. You can see that's what they're going for there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like... That's get... the open world you want to compare yourself to? You <laughs> should have picked another one. I can see them <laughs> aiming at these things. And, by the way, they fell way short of both of those. Oh, yeah. Um, God. I am going to look this up. Uh, I literally just forgot the word. Inspirations. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, Devil May Cry, and Breath of the Wild. Uh, okay. I get the Devil May Cry in the gun and melee on the fly, but you don't have the fun combos or juggling or style of Devil May Cry. Yeah. <laughs> or weight or fun or heart. You know, uh, basic shit. And so that's the, like, it, they miss on uh, all of the, like... I can get where they drew inspiration. What I was going to say is the game that, like, you've got gunplay, you've got wackiness, and you've got uh, dark tragedy. For me, that's Borderlands. Yeah, sure. And I think Borderlands manages the wacky and dark tragedy way better. And I'm not sure. Like, it's hard for me to explain how it balances. Like, it feels more coherent, whereas this game doesn't at all. Yeah, well, when I think about the, like, more serious moments of Borderlands as the series, when, like, they work towards it and build it up and earn it, when it's not just, you know, like, stupid throwaway dick jokes. Yeah. Which is a, a tonal shift, but it works for that because it's the tonal shift from the, like, you can't really say lighthearted because it's all pretty dark, but... Well, that's, I think, part of it is that it's almost... Borderlands is almost always dark. Yeah. The lightheartedness almost often feels like an attempt escape from the depressing bleak world that it is yeah the humor is what is their escape from yeah sure and so borderlands firmly feels for me a game for uh, older people yeah right like i know internally it's not really a kid's game yep <laughs> you know handsome jack in two is going off on the radio about nonsense and people love his wacky stories and you listen to all of them and they are uh cruel and monstrous yeah and the whole point is that he is threatening you every step of the way yeah. he's an absolute psychopath who means everything he's telling you yeah and then this game where i'm like the game is super easy and like its morality system is so brain dead I can't imagine saying that this is for adults, but then it's not for children. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you had said uh, you were reading something about somebody praising this game's difficulty because they suck at video games, but they were able to play this one on the hardest setting and had no problem getting through it. Yeah, they Which died is, a few times, and but they still got through. This is a super weird thing to try and compliment a game on because that means they got it wrong. Yeah, I, because uh, I mentioned to you because I hated that uh, argument. It's a difficulty scale, right? You've got, say, four difficulties, which this game did add an extreme difficulty eventually. Sure. In the latest patch. The extreme difficulty should be extremely difficult, right? The, the breadth of gaming community. You have people who are bad at video games. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes they might want to play a game like this. Sure. Easy mode exists. Mm-hmm. And 
I understand that there's this weird I don't, combination of elitism and people not wanting to be, oh, well, I'm playing on easy. And weird internal insecurities about playing games on easy. Well, yeah, people don't want uh, others to look down on them because they had to play a game on easy. Play games on easy. Yeah, who fucking cares? You do what you... If you're enjoying your time, what does it matter? You can probably find games in this podcast that I did play on easy. Yeah. I know I've done it. Yep. And I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. I am okay at video games. Uh, whatever. On uh, Doom Eternal, I play on the medium difficulty. Um, the Witcher 3, one of my favorite games. I play on whatever the like normal-ish difficulty is there. They have all the way up to Death March, which is... Uh, notoriously cruel and unforgiving. Sure. Uh, things in Death March are, you know, uh, food no longer heals you. Mm. So, like, there's no internal healing. You don't just naturally heal your wounds. You have to, like, drink potions. And potions are more toxic in that one, so it's harder to heal. And then uh, things like just all sorts of stuff like that. Where sure, sure. The game is a lot harder. I have no interest in playing Arch. Yep. I just, great. I don't need to be, ah, I did the gritty hard game. <sighs> As is well noted, I love me some Soulsborne. However, Sekiro, Sekiro beat the <laughs> fuck out of me. If the VODs got uploaded, you can watch an old grandmother beat Jake to the point of not playing the game anymore. You know what really fucking did it for me? She's not even a hard boss in that game. Yeah, she's one of Whoa. the, like, first bosses. Fucking Madam Butterfly just fucking put me in the dirt repeatedly. And then, like, you know, as I kept going through the game, just getting the shit kicked out of me. Fuck. I had to throw the fucking towel on it. Yeah, I think I saw her kill you somewhere around, like, 50 times. Uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. And, like, I, those are generally the kind of games that I like. Like, I do like them fucking difficult. Not for any any challenge for anybody else. I, I like them for me because I like the challenge. And if I never get through it, well, so be it. Yeah. Uh, there was a Scourgebringer was the roguelike I was playing. It's a roguelike that you're this, like, samurai gun person in this crazy matrix cube. Whatever. I'm good enough that I beat all of the three bosses leading up to, like, how you unlock the final boss. Sure. Oh, I absolutely never got there. And, you know, there is fun. I did it on Twitch and someone was, you know, encouraging me. Oh, if you keep trying. And I was like, look, I can keep trying and I can probably spend several days on this and maybe I'll get there. But that's you're literally telling me I'm going to be spending tens of 20s of hours on the last section of this game. I'm good. Yeah, I enjoyed my time with that game. And I would, you know, say if you like the roguelike genre, you should give it a check. It's a pretty fun game. I couldn't beat it. Great. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to play you an easy game, like there's 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 no shame in that. But because a game on the hardest difficulty, you who is self-professed super bad at video games had no problem beating this, that means that their extra hard difficulty is an extra hard now, is it? Yeah. So that's the you should be fine playing games on easy, but that means that on the other side, people who are very good at games and who like a challenge. Yeah. If the game is going to have multiple difficulty options, it would be nice if any of them reflected that player. Yeah. Because they exist. If you're going to have those options to try and appease more players so they can find their difficulty level, why don't you do that then? Yeah. 
And it was one one of the comments uh, was about how well they made you know the game was uh, an okay amount of challenge because uh, they didn't use guns. Not, okay. Not they 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 know how strong guns are and they banned themselves from using guns. Sure. And I'm like okay, but that doesn't mean the game is properly balanced or challenging. That's like saying a Pokemon game is hard because you've got crazy Nuzlocke rules. Yep. If you have to artificially increase the difficulty to get the game to a point of difficulty, the game is not difficult. Yeah, your self-imposed challenge to make it more hard does not change the game's difficulty because it's all still there. You're just actively not participating in things that the game is offering you, which is fine if that's how you want to play. Right. If you want to do that to make the game a challenge, that's fine. But to have extreme be extreme difficulty not still be hard enough that you still have to impose restrictions on yourself doesn't really feel like extreme difficulty. Mm, yeah. Mm, I'm trying to think. Uh, do I have anything more? Oh, the graphics. Have we gone this far and not even touched the graphics? I had thought. Now, um, I will say I was expecting a lot more graphical issues and stuttering and like glitches and shit. Coming into this from what I've seen about it and again i try to blind myself from games as much as possible when i know that we're going to be playing something but you know it's not always possible and uh believe me as soon as biomutant came out we fucking knew about it i believe it was a few weeks before launch was like are you excited to play biomutant and you're like the fuck's biomutant yeah it's gonna be a good time <laughs> yep but, like, so much of this game looks bad. And not just the, like, the character creation, right? Like, the draw distance maxed out isn't as far as I wanted it to, which is, like, fine. I, I can get over that, right? But the fur, and bear in mind, everything is little woodland critters. The fur looks bad. Yeah, I unfortunately couldn't find, um, I've wa I know I've watched a video about uh, hair techniques in video games mm -hmm. and hair techniques in render. And they do this one where it's basically like uh, fur in mass is represented by like you take a cone and like it's separated into chunks and then blurred basically. Yeah. So it gets blurry the farther it goes out. So it looks like soft fur. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not like individual strands of hair or anything to demand graphics. It's not blocks. It's these like kind of flexible cone things. Mm -hmm. It looks very bad. Yeah, it looks like absolute dog shit. Ah, uh, I think it's a, it's a very bad like rendering. Like I get that it's useful for speed, but like it's 2021. It's also not that bad if it's something in a distance. Like if you don't have to see it close up, you don't really get like it looks fuzzy. Yeah. You don't get a really good feel for just like how that looks. Yeah, it from a distance it looks fuzzy and that's fine. But when it's, you know, your mount, the weird Jay Leno purple goat thing. Yeah. Or your back because you don't have like a shirt on. Yeah. It's kind of glaringly obvious that like this isn't hair. This isn't fur. Uh, you just look weird. I mean, I think I ran into a couple minor graphical glitches. I didn't have the fun, like, I didn't have anything T-posing at me. No. I, I mean, that's something they can say is that I don't think I ran into, like, a single glitch, which is something. It's not a lot. It, what, it, I saw the stuff at launch, so, like, I know it was in there. 
Oh, it's, and like, oh, like they patched it out. It's happened to people, and yes, they have actually released a couple patches mm-hmm. already. So I imagine they fixed a lot of it. Oh, I also want to say, and I, I'm 100% certain this is the same for you. Before you say anything about, uh, oh, well, our graphics settings, no, they were all maxed, everything maxed out because uh, we got these rigs. This not, game, not great, but good enough to handle this game. But this game doesn't require a lot. No. And that's kind of an interesting thing. Like, we've played games recently that look better and have been more graphically intense. In fact, uh, what was it? Outriders mm-hmm. that kept killing your GPU? Because, yeah. by the way, Outriders looked nice. Yeah. Like, I'm mentally comparing these two games, and, like, it's not close. No. <laughs> You're basically uh, comparing uh, hardware generations, though, really. Because, like, you've basically. got this on, what, PS3, and then, uh, you know, Outriders on current consoles? Like, it's... Not even current, because uh, as we're recording this, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Stitch in Time, or whatever, that was one of the old ones. Rift, Rift Apart. Apart. Yeah. Uh, just came out. And boy, oh boy. Games that are designed for the PS5 and going forward, and I'm sure the Xbox series, whatever. These games are going to look very good. Yeah. Like, that game looks fucking amazing. Yeah. As it as it turns out, games can look really good now. So... This doesn't? I, like... Mm. Oh, no, but it's a small team. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's my thing. I don't give a fuck how big your team is. It doesn't matter. Because, like you had said, like there are similar-sized teams making amazing games. There are smaller, single people putting out games with a lot of heart and soul and effort, and it shows in their final product. It's done well. You had a lot of ambition. Ambition a good game does not make. It just means you wanted to do a lot of shit, and then you failed. There's a lot of shitty puzzles that... Uh, you have to have puzzles because video games, I guess. You don't, but that's why they're there. You have an open world because that's the thing the, the cool kids are doing these days, I guess. Kind of. That was the thing the cool kids were doing. Just like the morality system. A lot of the things in this game feel old. Yeah. The the morality system. The copy-pasted fucking everything. The repeated lines of dialogue. I get that you wanted to do a lot, and for whatever reason, you couldn't pull through on it. And then you charge 60 bucks for it. And I don't give a shit what you charge for a game, because if you're charging me for money, I expect, you know, I, I always do that cost-benefit analysis of how much fun I'm having for how much money that I spent and how much time I spent on it, right? I didn't enjoy my time, and I spent 60 bucks for it, and I don't understand a lot of the things about this game and why it is the way it is for $60 for any amount of money, any amount of money that you charge me for it. For a game that was in development for, what, six years? Six years. I was going to say, uh, speaking of Supergiant, you know, they have this narrator who talks the whole time, and uh, someone I was talking to pointed out, well, was it they were just trying to have their own braid, or Bastion, sorry, where, again, Bastion is the, you know, that narrator that interacts with you as they narrate as you play. Sure. And I'm like, I can see that. It doesn't work. But again, that game was from 2011. A lot of their stuff just is, I'm like, it's 2021. That's super weird. <laughs> like, we could we, I don't know, do some new stuff? Maybe if you don't do some new stuff, maybe, like, nail what you're doing. Yeah. It. Yeah, there's so much that's like, oh, add this, add this, add the little bits and pieces that felt like it got added on at different times and just never fleshed out. Yeah, like the um, 
the individual uh, different fuck robots and shit that you need for the world eaters that you never use outside of that. You oh these vehicles vehicles yeah fuck I could not think of that word. Th- there's the boat this goo glide which because yeah, it's not water it's goo yeah whatever yeah you can so we even fucking talk about that one yeah you can summon it anywhere like not anywhere almost anywhere that there's goo to ride around the weird Jay Leno horse you can summon it it's just a mount after you unlock yep. it the mech can only be summoned in that specific oil field the fuck. Yeah, you, you're thinking, ah, I'd like to go have some fun with this mech. It's big and mech and fun. More fun than, you know, maybe you were having. No, says the game. <laughs> Why not? Nah, you just can't do that. Nah. Well, this is an oil field. It is. So I can summon the mech here. Nah, that's the wrong one. No, no. Just that old. And then the octopus submarine, you literally get in it. You go into the next room that's the boss you fight the boss and you never use it again yeah you don't even get to explore around in it nope super great what even is that what i think is weird with that too is like the um the wheel that those are on there's what three empty slots like because it's not for there to be more stuff there's just not more stuff so is that because it didn't make it into the game you didn't have the time to make it uh, or I think like that's you just where your didn't... other mounts go. You can unlock other mounts. The, there's neutral creatures throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. And you can unlock them as mounts. Uh, okay. There's secret mounts, too. There's like a gliding squirrel, flying squirrel thing. Sure. It. Oh, that never... Okay. Nothing told me that. No, no. Why would I know that? Don't worry about it. There's a lot of things in this game that I didn't know about. Like the fucking uh, Wong Fu super move you can do. I love that you, uh, so yeah, it's uh, Super Wang Fu. If you do certain combos in a row, because uh, there's a whole combo system. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do certain ones in a row, then you unlock Super Wang Fu. Here's the cool part. Neither of us can tell you what that looks like. Mm-mm. Jake didn't unlock the uh, it telling you about Super Wang Fu until the final boss fight. The final fucking boss fight. And I triggered the uh, tutorial section for Super Wung Fu pretty early on, and then I unlocked magic. Magic is not a combo enabler. Guns aren't a combo. No, you have to attack and then, you know, attack, attack, gun, attack, jump, gun, attack, that kind of Mm -hmm. whatever. I've heard from people that it does less damage than, like, your regular attacks. I'm sure. It's Super Saiyan, but it's bad. Super. (laughs) Great. That's what you want. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I am, I'm trying to think of anything like what uh, in the I don't know if we've talked about it in the actual episode other than the stinger for uh, the, the audio for this game. Uh, I don't know about for you. For me, it was entirely forgettable. Oh, uh, outside of the narrator constantly talking and me hating it. Also, the way this uh, post-apocalypse science fiction bullshit uses uh, made up words for the before time things like, you know, the up down that you ride on which is a fucking elevator, or the twing-twang, which is a fucking guitar, or the ring-a-ding, which is a fucking phone. And clearly you know what the fucking fucking word is because you're translating, but you uh, still use this dumb shit for no fucking reason besides it's supposed to be fucking Katie's fighter, I guess? Like, what the fuck is that? Fucking, I hate that. I hate that so much. I hate that in all things. I hate that in fucking Mad Max. I fucking hate it here, too. But, Jake, what about the look-see-do, which is a TV, which when you turn on, uh, it just starts playing. 
Yeah, there's a, a little uh, animal thing that's on, on the TV. So either it's uh, the same broadcast that's been going for absolute fucking years now. It's weird that a TV would still work because there's really no way of knowing how long it's been since humans have left. Besides all the buildings are in, woo, super hard to case. So it's been a long fucking time. Uh, or the critters done figured out how TV works and they're just broadcasting TV shows. Which like maybe, but then you really don't see that level of like technology no they live in like little <laughs> shitty fucking mud huts but yeah. they make guns okay because you're burning down people's villages remember everything is like made of like wood and hay it's straight up like old school medieval era technology other than your guns yeah other than the guns <laughs> also like is it supposed to be china because like it wants to be chinese i think well with all the Kung Fu, Wung Fu. Wung Fu, and then uh, out of date with uh, his uh, jacket with the uh, wooden toggles. Yeah. And the uh, music is uh, a lot of it. It seems to be what they're going for. With the, um, I can't think of what you call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say Shamisen, but it's not that. It's uh, whatever the fuck you call it, instrument. It's like a plinky. Plink plunks. Yeah. The, the music's there and repetitive, and it's hard to make out because of the fucking narrator. I know I, I didn't hate it but it wasn't good enough that I remember it either, which is almost the most glowing thing I can say about any game that we play. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, as a whole, and so I guess I'm just going to transition this right into the uh, end of this nonsense. As a whole, uh, I will remember this game because it sucked. It was 12 and a half hours. It was $60. I didn't enjoy the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay. The combat didn't feel challenging or rewarding. The looting didn't feel rewarding at all. So it basically, I interacting with stuff, like by the end, I would just run past enemies. Mm -hmm. I was like, your experience isn't worth it. Your drops aren't worth it. Why would I bother fighting you? Same. So that was bad. The story, as I said, between the narrator and how just kind of hackneyed it is, uh, disengaged me immensely. And so I didn't enjoy that at all. Uh, which what leaves uh, puzzles, musics, graphics, exploring, and none of that's there. Like, none of that. It does not bring anything I care about to a game. It failed for me on every level. And so, as I say, if this is a small indie team, this is their first game, and they charge 20 or $30, I would still tell you it's not worth it. If you told me this was $10, it was on super sale, I would tell you not to buy it. Mm-hmm. If you told me this was $1, fine, I guess, if you're curious. I don't I don't have too much more to add. Uh, I think my biggest complaint, um, besides the, like, I guess, to tack on to what you said, because I agree with you, like, the, the combat, the puzzles, the looting, it's not fun or rewarding. It's not good. I didn't have a good time. I didn't like the story. I didn't like the way that it was presented. And I'm, the story is subjective, and I, I understand that. So, like, that's not, that's not even one of my biggest gripes with it, right? Um, I have a much larger issue with the fact that because you're telling the character how the character's supposed to feel without doing anything to display or show or prove that it takes away any agency that i have because oh this is what i'm supposed to do i guess like it, it doesn't feel right you're, you're just saying this apropos of nothing out of fucking nowhere oh you're fucking sad or whatever no no uh again you had ambition i guess but ambition doesn't mean anything like you tone down your scope to uh what it was that you wanted to do like there's a reason why uh in comedy they want you to work on a tight five first right like get that shit good and then go out from there sure this was their first game i'm sure none of these people that worked on this game have ever worked with video games before ever that's why their company is owned by thq nordic because none of them know what they're doing oh shit 
That's right. Like they're probably, and I don't know what other games that these people have worked on. I'm just judging this one, and I didn't like it. And I, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it for sixty. I don't even recommend it for a dollar. I don't just don't play it. I don't know what it is that you want to get out of this game that you can't get better versions of elsewhere that you probably already own. Yeah. And if you want those examples, look at their inspiration and then just go play those. Uh, Actually, yes. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's funny because they said, uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild, Devil May Cry, Ratchet and Clank. There's a new Ratchet and Clank if you're lucky enough to have a PS5, which no one is. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, I think the latest (laughs) Devil May Cry I heard good things about, but it's not my series. And as I said, I don't really play. I've uh, heard real hit or miss things, but like I'd be into it. Yeah. I don't play Zelda games, but uh, people fucking love Breath of the Wild. People do love them some Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So play those three. Well, I'd ask what do we do now, but we've been going a while. What do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you, listeners like you who, uh, no, seriously, we've been going for like two hours. So um, we're not going to do letters from listeners. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, We die. Catch you next time. That's cool. Uh, But if you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, hit thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you have any other uh, ways you want to see our content or what we do, there is Twitch. We stream Monday through Thursday on twitch.tv forward slash thebadgamecast. And those go up on YouTube. Other ways to interact with us is on Twitch, or not Twitch, Twitter. They all begin with T. And by that, I mean those two begin with T. <laughs> uh, there's a Reddit page or a subreddit. There's a Facebook page, which is not even a real thing uh there's our discord and is that it just the patreon just the patreon so uh and then obviously yes if you like what we do here if you want to support us we have a patreon thanks you to everyone who does support us yes thank you to all of our patreon listeners you guys are the fucking bestest well if you want to get a hold of me personally uh i'm on twitter at jake prey otherwise uh you know all the normal podcast places Although, if you're going to tweet at the Bad Gamecast and you want my input on something, just be sure to tag me on that shit, too. I should probably set up a way to... I don't know. Technology are hard. For the Bad Gamecast, I've been Jake. I've been Jason. Good night, everybody! Swish, swash. Da na na na. Oh, so yeah, that was only a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. You know, of all the stuff that like we've uh, sat down and had a lot to talk about, I feel like we actually got through a lot of the stuff we want to talk about for this one. Wow, well, we really did. We succeeded where they failed. Yay! I can't wait to. I'm sure it'll be fine. Biomutant fans can't be as bad as Sonic fans, right? I don't know. I which is the one thing I didn't bring up. But I'm fine with that. I can cut all this bit too. Okay. I probably would, but I'd stop. Yeah. It. Ah.